Good morning. It is Wednesday, November 4th, and this is the Commuter Devotional. My name is Chuck, and I'm so glad that you've decided to join us today as we seek to engage our God in scripture and prayer before the busyness of our day begins. If you've been enjoying this podcast, please subscribe and get notified each morning, Monday through Friday, when we release new episodes. Leave us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts and write us a nice comment on there. Doing all these things help us to get recommended to new listeners and grow our ministry. Thank you for your help. All right, let me read our passage for us. I'll pray, and then we will dive right into it. This is Daniel chapter 5, verses 13 through 23. Then Daniel was brought in before the king. And the king answered and said to Daniel, You are that Daniel, one of the exiles of Judah, whom the king my father brought back from Judah. I have heard of you, that the spirit of the gods is in you, and that light and understanding and excellent wisdom are found in you. Now the wise men, the enchanters, have been brought in before me to read this writing and make known to me its interpretation. But they could not show the interpretation of the matter. But I have heard that you can give interpretations and solve problems. Now if you can read the writing and make known to me its interpretation, you shall be clothed with purple and have a chain of gold around your neck and shall be the third ruler in the kingdom. Then Daniel answered and said before the king, Let your gifts be for yourself and give your rewards to another. Nevertheless, I will read the writing to the king and make known to him the interpretation. O king, the Most High God gave Nebuchadnezzar your father kingship and greatness and glory and majesty. And because of the greatness that he gave to him, all peoples, nations, and languages trembled and feared before him. Whom he would, he killed, and whom he would, he kept alive. Whom he would, he raised up, and whom he would, he humbled. But when his heart was lifted up, and his spirit was hardened so that he dealt proudly, he was brought down from his kingly throne, and his glory was taken from him. He was driven from among the children of mankind, and his mind was made like that of a beast, and his dwelling was with the wild donkeys. He was fed grass like an ox, and his body was wet with the dew of heaven, until he knew that the Most High God rules the kingdom of mankind and sets over it whom he will. And you, his son, Belshazzar, have not humbled your heart, though you knew all this. But you have lifted up yourself against the Lord of heaven, and the vessels of his house have been brought in before you, and you and your lords, your wives and your concubines, have drunk wine from them. And you have praised the gods of silver and gold, of bronze, iron, wood, and stone, which do not see or hear or know. But the God, in whose hand is your breath, and whose are all your ways, you have not honored. Let's pray together. Lord, as we come to your word this morning, this passage of ancient scripture, we ask you to shine your light on our hearts and by your Holy Spirit, guide us in the ways of godliness. Amen. Do you guys remember back when Daniel was asked to give an interpretation of Nebuchadnezzar's second dream, and he had it in like two extra verses of his own advice to the king? It seems that in Daniel's old age, he's only getting more bold and more willing to dish out some wisdom. And I say that because in our passage today, where Daniel is called upon to give the interpretation of the writing on the wall, in 11 verses, 
Daniel just doesn't even start giving that interpretation, but instead gives Belshazzar a history lesson. Before Belshazzar, Daniel gives the lengthy history of all that God has done in Babylon and has done in the life of Nebuchadnezzar. And of course, the main theme of his history lesson, that God is sovereign, of course. Daniel retells how the Most High God gave Nebuchadnezzar all that he has, the kingship, the greatness, the glory, and the majesty, all of it given by the Most High God and then taken away by him. And he was brought down from his kingly throne and his glory was taken from him until he knew, just like verse 21 says, that the Most High God rules the kingdom of mankind and sets over it whom he will. Then Daniel points the finger right back at Belshazzar and says that he has not humbled his heart, even though he knew all of this happened to Nebuchadnezzar, but instead he had lifted himself up, up against the Lord of heaven. And if that isn't personal enough, Daniel twists the dagger that he's already stuck in Belshazzar's chest and says that they have desecrated the vessels of God's temple and worshipped the gods of silver, gold, bronze, iron, wood, and stone, And these gods can't even hear or see or know. But the God in whose hand is the breath of Belshazzar and all the lords in the palace, this is the God who has been desecrated and dishonored. We'll find out tomorrow what the hand on the wall wrote. But for today, we must acknowledge the lack of insight and wisdom that Belshazzar exhibits here. He knows the story of Nebuchadnezzar. It's a pretty dramatic story after all, and yet he completely ignores the details. The text even seems to lend itself to say that Belshazzar doesn't even know who Daniel is, or has at least forgotten about him. His own glory and his own power have blinded him to the very real truths before him. My friends, as we go today, let Belshazzar serve to remind us of the blindness that's on the eyes and the hearts of unbelievers and Daniel to serve to remind us of the responsibility we have to help them to see even when that conversation can turn very, very personal. Just the other night, we had a friend ask us directly if we would define them as a Christian. And it's hard to get more personal than that, but to affirm them in the label of Christian when their lives don't reflect any of the truths of Scripture would be a tragically unloving lie to tell them. I'm encouraged today by Daniel. As an old, old man, he is set on helping Belshazzar see through his blindness. So let us be faithful in these things. As we close, I will pray from Psalm 34. Let's pray together. Lord, we will bless you. We will bless you at all times, and your praise will ever be on our lips. As we go today, let our lips continually be praising you and the works of our hands testifying to your mighty name. Even our souls boast in you. All that is inside of us is magnifying you. And Lord, help us to gather up others to join in our praise that we may exalt your name together. God, we seek your face. And before all is brought to the light, we are made radiant in your righteousness and we should no longer be ashamed for the righteousness you purchased through Jesus. You have given to us And even the poorest of men will cry out of the riches that you have lavished on us in Christ. We have nothing to lack, because all we need, we have been given in you, Father. The mighty beasts, even the lions, suffer from want and hunger, but those who seek you, O Lord, 
lack nothing. Though we might still encounter some afflictions or trials, we need not tread alone, but we have you to deliver us out of all of them. Your word describes it, that all of our bones will remain intact and none will be broken. You will care for your children with the affection of a loving dad. It is in the arms of such a father that we find our refuge. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, we pray. Amen. Go in peace. I will see you tomorrow.